0: Yo Welcome back.
1: I don't know to Ocean Stories. A special episode from me and the North Sea girl of TikTok. Our very own Sarah Hurstbing. <laughs> Sarah has gone viral Guys. on the North Sea side of things. And we are lucky enough to have her today, (laughs) a star. We actually
0: thought, I got a million questions on my North Sea TikTok viral videos. Um, North Sea questions, as if I was an expert, I don't know, should. So we thought, okay, what if we um, just make a little special episode about the North Sea now that we're still in holiday mode, we don't want to bother any of our real guests. So, yeah, I guess I'm your guest today. Let's talk about it.
1: Woo!
0: <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay, backtrack. If you guys don't know what's going on, go open your TikTok and type in North Sea TikTok. There's, a I don't know, it's like one of these random-ass TikTok trends where nobody knows where the hell that came from. But it's this song that we failed to sing just now. And just videos of ships and crazy waves and crazy water and like oil rigs and people working on oil rigs and just like a lot of scary and the stuff song is and then scary it's just too. like trying to make you so be i feel scared. like the song yeah, yeah.
1: and so, the pictures of the ocean the videos make it even scarier
0: yeah and it's just like container ships and then containers falling into the water and all that kind of oil stuff. rigs and i randomly Exactly. I randomly woke up one morning and I'm literally like in my pajamas and I was watching all these videos and I was thinking to myself, hmm, where would these videos be recorded? Like where even is that part of the North Sea? So I just made a random TikTok with like a map behind me just be like, and I was just like, oh, I didn't even know where exactly the North Sea was. And that just, I'll I'll say a little bit more than that, but that blew up and people went nuts in the comment section but in like all directions. Like some people were haters. Some people were loving it. Some people were talking about Frozen 2. <laughs> some people were asking questions. What did the haters Like say? so much came up. People were talking about the Vikings. The haters were like, how the hell are you from Germany and you don't know where the North Sea is? Which that is not what I meant. I was saying, I don't even, I'm not even sure anymore where exactly the North Sea is. Meaning like... Is it going all the way up to the North Pole, or is it like part of the Atlantic? I did very much well know that it's bordering the UK and the Netherlands because I swam in it a million freaking times. Um, but yeah, it's kind of funny because people on TikTok just take take your word and run with it. And then I actually like uploaded a second video where you can see where exactly the North Sea is and saying like, okay, this is what I meant. And people were like, it's not played out to the same people. So the the first video is still getting shit on the topic that I was trying to like clarify already. So yeah, crazy place, TikTok, scary place. I mean, it's honestly, or just funny. I was being sassy and just giving the haters shit and it was fun.
1: <laughs> so it turns out that the North Sea borders, the UK, the Netherlands, Denmark, and Germany too. Yes. Yeah, like the part where Germany
0: and like there's islands. Are there German islands? Yes. And the part where Denmark and Germany are connected, kind of. Okay. Um but yeah. It is kind of funny. It is way smaller than I ex- uh when than I thought it was. It's it looks like a little lake on the map, honestly. We'll throw it on a, onto our Instagram. Um and yeah i was wondering how waves that high can be in that little water which i think they are not i think it's all bullshit. Mm. but more
1: later yeah because you would wonder how are these giant cargo shipping containers boats cargo ships going through these giant waves like in that little tiny area you would think that that's like in the middle of the deepest ocean but apparently the north sea is shallow exactly it is super shallow and i think okay so
0: i went on to i did some research national geographic hopped onto it right away and according to national geographic the waves aren't really that high i think they're like six feet maybe which is not not what you can see in the videos like the video waves are like freaking 10 story building kind of waves so but apparently it's very like choppy and there is the waves are coming in like really fast and there's no set breaks or whatever so it's like wave 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 and if a boat is like parallel to the wave it's pretty easy for the boats to flip just because it's just of like how fast the waves are rolling in so it is a quite dangerous like if it's stormy it is quite dangerous but i don't think the videos are from that place
1: i saw a headline like at least not the big like the week of christmas that there was a cruise ship like a pretty big cruise ship in the north sea that a rogue wave which is like a randomly super high wave that's abnormal for the area hit the ship and it lost power and they had to like get out and in that article i saw it said that that wave heights of 65 feet are like pretty normal for the North Sea but that that's not like the highest waves in the world that they're high but they're not like the that's, most high that's okay that's so interesting
0: I feel like there's so many there's so much conflicting information out there um it's hard to measure yeah, waves and feet I
1: think <laughs> I mean they're moving that's the same thing with surfers like they're always fighting over how high the waves are
0: yeah I guess but if there's a buoy out or something, I think you can actually measure measure how high they are. Well, the thing is here, I think a lot of the videos are from different places because they have been, there's the same thing for the Drake Passage, which is like, you know how it was like, trendy kind of to go from Argentina or wherever down to Antarctica and a lot of people did it and you can actually, it's like supposed to be one of the craziest passages. You can like, with the stormiest weather and the most unsettled sea in the world. So there's a lot of these little vlogs of like, we went to Antarctica. Or this is us crossing Drake Pass- Passage. Okay. Um, and I've seen a bunch of the same videos on the Drake Passage videos that are now in the North Sea TikToks. So it's definitely one of the TikTok once When something becomes a trend, people like start throw. to...
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of AI generated videos of the sea, like shooting cargo containers like 50 feet in the air and things like that. And you see the first comment is like, this is why I'll never go in the ocean. And you're like, this is not real, obviously. So I think, yeah, when something becomes a trend, people capitalize on it. They use footage from anything. For sure. Yeah. And that's definitely what's happening. But the North
0: Sea is still like crazy. And it is a really rough part of the ocean for how small it is. And for the fact that it's kind of completely enclosed by land Oh, yeah. And then another thing I said, wait, isn't there also the tunnel? Because you, for everyone who's not from Europe, um, there's actually a tunnel with a train that's going from the UK to Paris. I believe I should know this. Um, it's like an underground train under the North Sea. Well, it's actually the English Channel. It turns out the English Channel it's, is its own thing, too. So yeah, I was also being roasted for that because I said that the tunnel is going through the North Sea, North Sea. No, it's going through the English Channel. So Atlantic, English Channel, North Sea, Danish Sea. That's what we're working with.
1: What were people in your comments saying about the Vikings and about the Frozen movies?
0: Okay, apparently Anna's and Elsa's parents died in a ship accident in the North Sea in a storm. Oh, wow. Like, that's what it it's all based adds off. up. Which is crazy. But, um, yeah, I, I was doing some research. I couldn't really find... I think it's all kind of made up, but apparently it is based on a story in, based on a town in Denmark, like the whole Frozen movie. I don't know. If you're a Frozen fan, you probably know more than me. Please comment because I'm just i'm just repeating what i saw on tiktok and as we just learned tiktok is not a good source of information um yeah a lot of people were like oh don't believe what you see on this app i'm like duh that's what i'm doing that's why i'm questioning this <laughs> it's just so funny um and the vikings the vikings obviously crossed the north sea all the time and apparently the north sea once was the Dodger land so it was all ice and then the ice melted
1: dot 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 question mark dot
0: dot dot people walked across the ice so some people also say it's haunted Ooh, creepy there's a lot going on i tell you the north sea i was just swimming in the North Sea like nothing has ever happened and now I'm learning all these things I'm like
1: oh yeah I mean right before this I googled North Sea Facts and clicked on the first link which was North Sea Facts for kids and this is what it says it has wild storms and foggy winters because the sea is mostly shallow the currents are strong and often pull in different directions that's the extent of my North Sea knowledge but it makes sense why ships have problems if it's foggy there's currents in different directions, if it's shallow. I mean, 65 feet high is really high. That's hard for me to imagine. Yeah, that is
0: crazy. That is super high. That's very that's conflicting information, which with um, the National Geographic thing that I was looking at.
1: I mean, maybe on a map it looks small, but it could be that in real life, in terms of like nautical miles, it's bigger than we're thinking. I saw a thing that was yeah, like it a is. map of the of the world, but the countries shrunk down to their like actual size without all of the distortion that our like modern map systems cause. And you see like the real size of countries and you're like, what? So it could be something like that happening.
0: Okay, here it says that the North Sea is far from the stormiest body of waters in the world. Mm-hmm. The Southern Ocean has large, which is like not surrounded by land at all has like gigantic waves that build up and are 25 to 30 feet tall. So 65 would still be double. Like maybe it was like one crazy wave, but that just sounds super insane. And then it said in 2018, uh, a buoy detected a ginormous wave of 70 feet. Like, that was the most insane thing that ever happened in the Southern Ocean.
1: I don't know. I got the 65 feet thing from a New York Times article. So maybe oh, maybe we should hit them yeah. up
0: and <laughs> be like, what's up? But the Vikings, the Vikings more than a thousand years ago, were traveling across the North Sea in like wooden pedal boats. That's most likely not what these are called. Um... And they just knew about, like, the currents and the w- weather and stuff, and they figured it out. So I'm like, oh, that is so crazy. Like, imagine figuring this out way before buoys measure waves and you had weather forecasts and whatever. Like, it's just so insane to me. I feel like, yeah,
1: it's crazy with people dead thousands of years ago. This is going to be very tangential random comparison, but it's crazy too how different the water conditions can be depending on the wind and the weather patterns because I've definitely had experiences where one day you're out on the water on a little boat and it's the best day ever, it's so smooth and calm, everyone's just hanging out, and I've gone out in the exact same place in the exact same boat and I'm almost in tears, I'm so stressed out. Like, it's windy, it's so choppy, the boat is, like, taking on water, and yeah, so I feel like it could also depend on the weather conditions a lot and, like, knowing how to navigate them, because obviously on the day that the water was choppy, my friends and I did not check, like, the wind forecast. Yeah, the the ocean is crazy. Also, how quickly, like,
0: currents are crazy, how quickly ocean temperatures can change within 24 hours and, and stuff. It's insane. It's crazy.
1: I think the reason that this trend blew up, well, one of the reasons besides the footage just being like really fascinating and interesting to look at and people are like intrigued by things that they don't normally see is that people are genuinely afraid of the ocean. And all of the comments that I see on these TikToks are like, that's why I'm never taking a cruise. Like, that's why I'm never getting in the ocean. And I don't know how to feel about it because on one hand, I'm like, cruises are horrible. I like for the environment, for the communities they visit, etc. So I'm like, okay, yay anti-cruise content but boo people being terrified of the ocean and thinking that like they'll never want to go near it or never ever go on a boat trip ever because they think that there's gonna be these like rogue 65 foot waves that just like tear their their ship up
0: yeah yeah I think it's just like people already just like you said already are scared of the ocean and then All these videos trying to portray the ocean as scary as possible is definitely not helping. But yeah, it is crazy to see. And also like the the oil rigs and the workers and it's just like pitch black and crazy conditions. And they're just like screwing something together, hanging off one of these metal structures and waves are crashing. And then they're just like underwater, overwater. And then there's like a bunch of videos about their training where... They're just immersed in like a part of the ship and they're just completely immersed in water and then they have to like th- swim through the windows and go through little narrow things. And like, obviously, that gives me like that freaks me out. That's like watching Titanic, but I don't know. It's just like obviously so different from anybody's reality that's just swimming in the North Sea or anything like that. So I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't love, I don't love how the ocean is portrait it's cool if you can watch it and it's just giving you a thrill and you're like obviously that's not the reality for most people but i don't like that it's making people be like scared like one person even commented like oh no my kid is traveling to rome in europe i'm scared that she's not going to be fine i'm oh, like no
1: that's what actually like awful. first of
0: all <laughs> I know. like, first of all, how's Rome close to the North Sea? And second of all, if you were just on land swimming in there, that has nothing to do with a ship that's in the middle out of the ocean, open ocean in a storm. It's actually awful. I don't know. I feel like people are just running with the information and it's just like so random. Yeah, that's
1: how like viralized things go. People just freak out. I know. And then...
0: Nobody's fact-checking anything. You can just throw on there whatever you want, pretty much. And if it's shocking enough, people will just take it. And I don't know, yeah. The North Sea is crazy with the currents, though, and it has really insane tides. Like, the the ocean will go really, really far out and back in, and it can get kind of dangerous because y- you sometimes underestimate how fast the ocean comes back. So if you walk out too far, people actually... Um, get into really sketchy situations. So generally, I feel like it's always really good to be educated about the ocean that you are going into. Same in like France, the west coast of France. Um, we used to surf there quite a lot and people are just not aware about like how strong the currents are and there's always like parts of the ocean with lifeguards and you can swim and people always just like, obviously those, those parts are kind of packed. So they go to the parts that are less packed but there is a reason that there's seven lifeguards for a 200 feet part of the beach because the currents are insane over there and people have to be pulled out of the water every single day. Like there's helicopters going out like so often. And I think a bunch of people that are, especially people that didn't grow up close to the sea are just like, oh, yeah, I went to the Mediterranean and now I'm swimming in the Atlantic. Same, same. Mm no it's good to at least have some awareness of what's going on and like if there's lifeguards there's most likely a reason for them to be there and i don't know it's, i generally i think it's good to just be aware but to not be scared like if you're if
1: you know what's going on then you're fine you're so right random No, it's the same thing where i am right now i'm in the outer banks of north carolina which is the atlantic ocean (gasps) you're in the outer banks and yes and something that actually breaks my heart and like breaks my family's heart and i'm sure breaks other people's hearts as well is that every single year you see the headlines of adult men who are in otherwise excellent health conditions passing away because they went for a swim and got pulled out in a rip current. And I guess that they don't know what to do in a rip current or that the education's not there or they're not as strong of a swimmer as they thought or whatever mix of reasons, they end up drowning and it's really scary. And I feel like they do so much education about rip tides, like swim to the side, don't fight, like get out of its pool. That's so interesting that you say that because I learned that, really late
0: in life i learned that when i was in like surf camps and i was educated about okay, it because that's, I think that's super people interesting that don't live close to the ocean don't really know and i am pretty sure that a bunch of like my friends that don't live near the ocean are like super aware of what to do when you're in a river wow okay that's actually like,
1: super good to know because my family is half australian and in australia they really have rip currents. They have rip currents times fifty, and so I think it's just always been a thing in my family. My grandma, and, you know, my my family will will recount stories of when they were pulled out miles out past the past the shore, and it's so scarring that scary experience that they always use it as a cautionary tale. And I don't say this to be like don't go swimming. I just mean that I've always been told what to do in a rip current and th- i see the signs everywhere so to me i'm like it's crazy that people don't know but it makes so much sense what you're saying like some people really just don't know they think yeah. it's also what you said no a lot they of think people they don't can know. swim which i understand like you go swimming a lot maybe in a pool you go swimming in, in a lake you go swimming in a calmer area and then you don't realize that like the currents can really be strong
0: yeah, you can fight a current. And I yeah, definitely, I think a lot of people don't know. And I think in Europe, there's not that much education about it, probably because in a, in a lot of parts in Europe, there are not that many strong rip currents. Mm. Like I don't think there's crazy rip currents in the Mediterranean. I don't know, maybe there yeah, is. Yeah, they're not but, um, they're
1: nearly as strong as here.
0: If you were not 100% sure what to do in a rip current or anything like that, um, go and check it out. But Lydia, tell us tell us briefly what to do well this has really inspired me actually
1: rip-print. i'm definitely going to post something on our instagram about this so check that for the real facts but it basically makes this shape sort of like a uterus and the fallopian tubes <laughs> the only thing I- that is so true that actually. is the only thing i can think of at the top of my head and kind of like a why yes like a why that, that would be a much better way to describe it and you can see them in the water based on Like if you have polarized glasses you can see them better but based on where the waves aren't forming it's usually where all that water that's coming in is being pulled out to sea like you were talking about earlier and it can happen really fast and it's obviously super strong so really strong rip currents you really can't fight against them and they say don't fight against them if you feel yourself like being pulled really fast you could waste and expend all your energy like trying to swim straight to shore but you're never going to be able to make that direct path. So they sometimes they say just float, swim to the side. Like swim to the side. You need to get out of the current. But I'll I'll post some more like real like lifeguard yeah.
0: information. And especially also if you have young kids, like the amount of times that I saw toddlers on like the friends west coast just like with their little floaties, in rip currents that that's just not the vibe and again if there if you're on vacation and you're not sure what's going on and there's lifeguards the lifeguards are there for a reason so
1: make sure that you know what's going on earlier Um, you mentioned the oil rig parts of the north sea videos and i want to talk about that a little bit well i don't have much to say about it besides that i think we can confidently say this is an anti-oil podcast and I feel like a cool, potentially positive side effect, maybe I'm reaching here <laughs> of these North Sea TikTok videos, is people can see how dangerous those offshore oil rigs really are because it's different than offshore wind because with an offshore oil rig, you have a serious potential for contamination. Obviously oil spills. <laughs> And when you see how unpredictable and crazy the ocean is and how dangerous these jobs are that people are working on the oil rigs and you put two and two together, you're like, dang, why are we putting this high-stakes potential pollution contamination moment in an ocean where it's so unpredictable, dangerous, the waves can be 70 feet high, whatever? It's just like, maybe we should start moving towards things where people don't have to like do dangerous training and live in the middle of the ocean and also potentially contaminate the whole sea. Yeah, also the fires, like
0: if you think about being on a like oil rig full of oil, like is there anything that can catch fire easier than that and you're just in this insanely stormy weather. Like I'm always wondering how that people anyone keeps that under
1: control in the first place Mm -hmm. and it's like can we not There are like safer alternatives i wonder if like the north sea is such a big
0: like such a good place to do it because it's that shallow because i'm always like how deep can you drill
1: i don't know that depends on the oil reserves too beyond
0: my imagination also like this is actually a great thing we love the tunnel i also i mean i'm kind of scared of the tunnel a little bit but we shouldn't be scared of the tunnel tunnel? it's crazy that you can take a train from the england to Paris, like the london paris one it's crazy that you can take a train so good you don't have to fly you can take the train um is it scary to be in a tunnel under the ocean in a train yes it is but it's also the coolest thing ever i actually have never done it i really want to do it i've only done the one from like San Francisco to Berkeley you also you're also under the ocean in in the like subway in the BART which is so trippy mm. but what blows my mind is how do you how did they construct how did they get the tunnel down there I know, that is seriously like, so I think confusing just du- <laughs> they like dug under the ocean and then made a tunnel but I'm that just like how did I'm they physically so do that how that's possible <laughs> thank you engineers yeah, and if engineers comment down
1: below how if, did they build uh, underwater tunnels yeah
0: yeah that is so that's beyond anything i can imagine like it makes sense to build a tunnel in a in a mountain or something but yeah i don't understand and like how can you be sure that all the pressure and all the water doesn't break the tunnel but you know people know what they're doing and it's safe and it's crazy it's insane so we love the tunnel we are pro the tunnel
1: I'm scared to be pro the tunnel because I don't know anything about it. And I'm like, what if the tunnel actually causes like a ton of noise pollution and like environmental problems, but I, I, I can preliminarily say I'm pro the tunnel.
0: (laughs) I feel like mainly that like the tunnel was like a huge thing before everyone had to take the ferry or mainly fly, and now the tunnel is just like the most environmentally friendly oh, okay. travel see, option to go from the UK to the mainland.
1: Definitely because you it's the pro train. public transit and pro trains. <laughs> <laughs> I like saying what I'm a pro of exactly. and what I am anti. I am pro train, anti oil, pro ocean, anti not knowing about rip currents. <laughs> Why were you so surprised <laughs> to find out that that's the theme of the podcast? I'm in the Outer Banks,
0: because I feel like the Outer Banks had such an insane. Like everyone's talking about the Outer Banks after the show, the Outer Banks, because everyone watched it. And now I'm like, what? No way! You're in the Outer Banks. That's so funny. People are also always asking me, like, so I don't have you have you watched the OC? Like in the US, it's called the OC, but in Europe, it's called OC California. Is that called 90210? Show no, called it's OC. Just called okay, the OC. it's with yeah it's called it's with ryan and marissa no i've never seen from the early 2000s or late 90s. it's like i think it's been way more popular over here than it was in the u.s but people in the u.s know know it um people in europe are obsessed and everyone's like so have you been to the oc oh my god the oc blah 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 which is just like everything between san diego and la pretty much is orange county which is the oc and like the part where they film it's I guess it's like Newport Beach or something so it's all like rich people living the California lifestyle and it's just it's just funny and the same I think it's the same thing as Outer Banks because everyone watched the show and whenever someone mentions it just like
1: oh my god yeah it's actually real people are there it's true and the craziest thing is that the Outer Banks was not actually filmed in the real Outer Banks because of filming laws so I'm pretty sure it was filmed in Wilmington or something somewhere else but it like the images are not even of the real Outer banks, which is incredibly frustrating for me. I don't know why that makes me so mad. Wow, so like why funny. not rename it? Like Re- rename it something else. Like it being the Outer Banks actually has nothing, in my opinion, centrally to do with the show. The other thing that drives me insane is that now when you go into like the tourist shops, they have these big stands and it's all of this horribly ugly, I'm sorry, and awful merch that says Poglandia all over it. Poglandia, the Outer Banks, Poglandia. I guess, like, kooks and the pogues. Ooh, I don't even like to say, makes me cringe even just saying that. But that's, like, the groups of people on the show. Like, one of them's the rich people and one of them's, like, the surfers. Like, the locals. It just kills me wow. that in a tourist shop, literally designed for the tourists coming to buy, like, Outer Banks merch, they've created all of this, like, Outer Banks stuff to, like... I, I don't know. I guess... I don't know why I'm being a hater because I'm pretty sure the target audience is, like, tween girls so go off tween girls that love the Outer Banks but it frustrates me
0: a lot that is so funny but you can you can actually surf and like is, does it doesn't make sense that the story would be based in the Outer Banks
1: it's hard to say because you know what I mean like honestly does it add up? in certain the Outer Banks is really long and there is only a two-lane road that goes through a lot of it so I don't know that it's as populated as Mm, like centrally as it is in the show like I feel that the permanent population Mm. here is a little bit more spread out and also I don't really see the Outer Banks as like in the show there's people that live there permanently that are very very wealthy and then there's people that live there permanently that are not that's like the whole like crux of the main premise of the show that's definitely true to an extent here because I think there's a lot of sorry I'm really getting into the demographics of the Outer Banks I'm almost done there's a lot of construction workers um housekeeping workers that live here and are lower income and they work in the service industry and they get you know totally ripped off and then there's obviously the tourists that come that are super wealthy so that definitely exists but not like in the show I was actually mm, thinking okay. though yeah I have this list on my phone of things that would uh, like, kill a European person on site, Like, you know how... Okay, <laughs> let me explain that. You know how yeah, there's the thing yeah, that's, like, things that if a Victorian child, like, ate it or if a pilgrim, like, ate a Pop-Tart, it would just immediately die? I have yeah. that list in my phone for things, like, if Europeans saw them in the U.S., like, they would just, like, just pass away. And one of them to the list, and it was how big the vacation houses are here. Some of them, like, there's this one road where there's about 10 or 12 of them and they're really close together they're only like 30 feet apart and these houses are probably like 12 15 bedrooms i'm pretty sure to rent it for one week is like 20 or thirty thousand dollars. like 10 bath gigantic houses there's a there's a guest house the pools like got swimming lanes and it's so gargantuan and giant we're always like who has enough family that actually gets along that could <laughs> fill that house <laughs> like, that could fill 15 it's rooms just like, and then can also afford yeah, those who can afford it and who can like who wants to vacation with that much of their extended family because the houses here are really designed for like 20 people at once and those houses seriously i think the max capacity is probably like 30 40 people they are so big i'll also put them on instagram so you guys can that's see what crazy. i'm talking about but that's a little bit that is so of insane. a tangent but North Sea, the Outer Banks. We're just talking about what's trending right now. <laughs> the North Sea. The Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. We should make a whole series of people, of things that would, actually, both ways. That would put Americans or Europeans into, like, complete shock. But that's for another episode. Well, should we wrap it up here? Because I um, need to pack because I'm flying back to the U.S.,
1: Woohoo! I'm so excited. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much to the North Sea TikTok star of the decade for coming on and thank you for telling us me. a little bit about your experience and we look forward to seeing what else you have to say about the North Sea. Follow Sarah on TikTok. Thank you. Bye.
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another episode of Ocean Stories. If you'd like to follow along on Instagram, you can find us at Stories underscore podcast for updates and behind the scenes.
1: We'll also be sharing our ocean adventures on YouTube at Ocean Stories Podcast. If you like this episode, please show your support by leaving a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Join us next Tuesday for more
0: Ocean Stories.